Welcome to C-Suite Radio. What does filmed for IMAX mean? It isn't just a movie that'll look great on IMAX's screens. It means that hiding from a sandstorm feels like fear in every flicker. And every triumph is felt in every sound wave. And the things we've only imagined, you can truly experience those too. That's what filmed for IMAX means. Get tickets to Experience Dune Part 2 now and IMAX's exclusive expanded aspect ratio. Little Wing is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. I'm in a period of emotional upheaval. Is that all the, oh, I don't care crap? A little adventure. Where are you going? I'm going to steal a bird from the Russian pigeon mafia. Let's do it. Goes a long way. <laughs> Starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Life can hurt, but life is sweet. Little Wing, Brady PG-13, may be inappropriate for children under 13. Now streaming exclusively on Terramont Plus. Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. It's time for another edition of The Brett Allen Show. It's go time, you and me! Join us weekly for the latest pop culture interviews from your favorite TV shows, movies, comedians, and so much more. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie to you, felt good. Plus, you never know who will drop by. What happened here was a miracle. Now, here is your host. I said throw down, boy. Welcome to the night's main event. Brett Allen. Well, Brett Allen here once again, and we have a very special return guest, two times. So excited. A good friend of the show, Clayne Crawford, talking about his brand new film, The Channel, uh, which will be available in theaters and on demand July 14th, directed by the great William Coffin. Clayne, thanks for your time again, and uh, I appreciate you hanging out with us one more go. (laughs) We're excited to have you. Thanks for having me, man. Absolutely. Well, you mentioned you're busy with farm life. We talked a little bit about that the last time. So we'll talk about that here in a few minutes. But this movie is, it looks incredible. I mean, it's like everything you could want in an action thriller. And I think your fan base is really excited to see you (laughs) in this kind of role again, because it's just so much fun. Uh, Let's talk about the project and how it came about for you. I know you're very specific in particular about choosing the films that you're in. So I think people will be interested uh, to know about this process for this one. Yeah, I think it's, <clears throat> it's always different. You know, I, I, I had, I, I've spent the last five years making projects that are really special to me and playing characters that are certainly kind of uh, go against the grain as it relates to the guys I've played in the past, um, which was really exciting for me. Um, but when this project came along, I was actually, uh, I'd, I'd been bushhogging all day and I'm, I'm on the tractor and my wife comes down and she's like, look, Max, uh, keeps calling Max Martini. She goes, Max keeps calling your cell. You need to call him back and make sure the kids are okay. 
<laughs> yeah. his, his kids, right? So this is my wife seeing my phone light up in the bedroom because when I leave to go out to work, you know, I leave the phone inside and just kind of focus on the task at hand. So I, I turn everything off. I call up Max and he's like, dude, dude, you doing this movie? I go, what I, movie? I go, what are you even talking about? He goes, dude, we, we both got off with this movie. It's down in Louisiana. Let's go do it. I was like, I was like, bro, I haven't read the script. I don't know anything. <laughs> and uh, he's like, you got to read. You got to read. He goes, but look, they want me to play the cop and you to play the older brother of like this whole bank robber thing. You and I need to play brothers. And I was like, oh, okay. I was like, let me get off. You know, I'll, I'll read it tonight. And I'll call you back. So sure enough, I read it and they had wanted me to play essentially Max's character. And Max was like the head FBI guy coming after me and my younger brother in, in, in the story. And um, I got on the phone and we we're like, look, let's just call Will, run it up the flagpole. And if he see what he says, you know, so when we um, posed the idea to to uh, Will and his team, they were all for it. And I mean, I've known Max since. 2001 like we did the great raid together with john Dahl way back in the day with miramax and uh we did spectral together for netflix out in budapest and uh to be to have the opportunity to play again brothers which i feel like we have i look at him in a lot of ways like an older brother you know um so it was there was just it was a no-brainer and again i'd been playing these characters that were kind of uh a little designed a little differently, you know, than maybe I am as a human being personally, sure. uh, in real life. And this guy was something that was a little closer to what I'm, I'm used to playing, which is, you know, making things go boom and running around and trying to look like a badass. Well, as we alluded to and spoke to briefly uh, the last time, in spite of all of the trappings, when you played, in lethal we got that significantly and i think that's what makes this fun for me i'm excited and we will tell people as i mentioned in theaters and you can pre-order it on demand uh, which i've already done because they normally i get a chance to see these things before they come out but we went about this one a bit differently so i have to wait but i'm excited it'd be a good film to watch but let's talk about, first of all, I mean, getting a call from Max Martini because that is just like you're out like farming and one of the biggest stars next to yourself in, in the industry calls you and says, <laughs> we got to we got to do this movie. I mean, having worked together before and, and knowing each other so well and being familiar, that's cool. But uh, I mean, that's a big deal. But the, the part that I like to focus in on here is the fact that you um had the freedom and the open door, so to speak, to talk to the director and the producers and really give your input, which I know, as you mentioned the last time is important to you as a storyteller is being able to have that collaborative process. So it has to be good for you and reaffirming too, that you have that ability to just be like, Hey, this is an idea we have. And what do you guys think? And then, then being on board with it. Cause typically that probably doesn't happen all too often in this business if very rarely i guess depending on who you are i don't know i don't know i guess i i i think um yes i mean i've definitely i we i i think you always kind of swing for the fences and 
ask for what you want as, as it relates to kind of from a creative standpoint, whether it's being comfortable or something for the character that you really feel strongly about. And then you always kind of hope to find a compromise. But we, we got really lucky, man. Will was he was stoked about the idea um, having us together. And um, that was, again, it, it felt really cool. Uh, for all these years that we've known each other to have that opportunity to kind of to do that um, was super cool. Cause again, we've worked on stuff that we didn't even get to see each other and we weren't even on set at the same time. Um, so to be in every scene together, that was, uh, that was definitely good stuff. Um, again, cause I, 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 I care about him as a human being. So to get to run around with guns and be silly was a lot of fun. Yeah, I can imagine. So, and the fact that you, are working with one of your best friends. I mean, when you have the ability to do that, is there almost like an unspoken code or language that you have between each other as actors? And you just, you have the chemistry as almost instant versus maybe having to, you know, work on it a little bit or sort of find a way for both of you to get there. So it's believable, right. And not just like a put on per se, not you specifically, but if that makes any sense, because I feel like, the chemistry is definitely there just from what little sizzle clips I've seen. Yeah. I, it, it, <laughs> I think what we had to do was try not to be silly. What we, what <laughs> Max and I, Max and I desperately wanted to, you know, wanted to turn the, turn it into bullet train. Right. You know, because we're <laughs> so goofy and silly uh, to, to have to try to play these tough, heavy guys at all times. I think that's that was more of a challenge. Uh, but yes, to answer your question, we certainly have a, uh, a shorthand. Um, and I think that the camera sees those things, right? It, it sees relationship. Uh, it's, it can see the history just kind of in the inflection and the way that you communicate with one another. So uh, without a doubt, um, I feel like Max and I can kind of say a lot with looks, uh, which is fun. Um, but we are working towards trying to find something together because we we do want to do like an action comedy really bad together that would be like I, I mean sign me up i mean how fun would that be to do like the buddy cop or the buddy criminal type story uh and have it be fun but also at the same time be something that is a positive experience right i mean that just i think that's cool that you can talk about that stuff and really just feel free to dream i, I did want to ask as far as that aspect of storytelling and being an actor again we touched on it a little bit the last time when you're looking at things now versus when you looked at things before like what are some key elements that are important to you as an actor and as a storyteller that are almost it's like a rubric or perhaps maybe like i don't know if non-negotiable would be the term but sort of like Hey, this these elements are really important to me before I even consider, you know, a project. Cause we talked about something's always coming soon, something's always in production, and you have to make wise choices in order to have a successful experience. Um, I think it might it and definitely as you kind of get older and if you've been doing it for a while. And there's obviously ups and downs. And I think I look at it, <clears throat> I don't know if I necessarily have a list of stipulations that I have to kind of meet uh, when reading material. I'm just, I think now we're in a place, um, meaning my wife and my family, which I have to take all those things into consideration. You know, if I was single and 
and just living in a studio apartment in New York, you know, I could be more selective. Um, and I would probably only work every, you know, once every two or three years, if that were the case, I would have probably only made maybe eight or nine projects, you know, and I've been in, <laughs> I don't know, my MDB pages long. You've uh, been in a lot of things. I was looking earlier just to refresh my memory. You've done a lot over the trajectory of your career, which I think well, when I started, you know, your resume was only something you printed up at Kinko's. So if you wanted to, you just take something off, right? right so yeah. basically you only kept the top shit on your resume. You never discussed the uh, the guest stars on this, you know, whatever CSI procedural, you know. Um, so it, the game kind of changed and now there's this list that lives forever, you know. And there was a time where you could just go do projects to kind of scratch an itch or because you wanted, to, you know, I when I was in my 20s, I would go do, a, I would do a film if it was something I'd never done before. I would do a film if it was something I was nervous about playing. I would do a film if it was, if I was going to get to cut my hair in a way that I'd never been able to try, or, or the, the wardrobe, this playing this kind of guy who sold fireworks, whatever the character was, I, I would say yes to that, you know? But uh, the other side of it is also, again, because of the family, you know, you say yes because you have to pay the bills. Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't do, um, you're on camera. I don't do, uh, <laughs> I love it. we're like, we're out of here. <laughs> uh, yeah. We've all been outside working in the uh, garden in the fields today. Um, so, you know, you, you say yes for a multitude of reasons. Now, again, I'm trying to work with directors that I really respect, um, who are telling great stories. And again, it doesn't have to be someone who's been in the business for 30 years. It could be someone who made a beautiful short film. Okay. Um, so again, to say that I have this specific, list uh i do not um i kind of just trust my gut in a lot of ways and before this before i made the killing of two lovers i had this fear of saying no almost Mm. because i just loved acting and i loved working um and now since i did the finest kind was the last project you know we haven't worked in a year and that's this is one of the longest stretches and i'm learning how to take more time and be more selective about the projects that I do because I, I get, again, I just get eager. I love to act and I love being on set. It's like going to summer camp. Mm. You meet all these new people. We're all there for the same reason. Um, we're away from our families. So we kind of form these bonds and these, these relationships, and then we kind of build something together. Um, and it's just this wonderful experience. It, it, at least it can be. Um, so it, it's, uh, it's addictive. And it's, yeah. it's tough to say no, you know, and to not go on those journeys. I can imagine. Well, the last time we had you on, and I'm just being honest with you, the response was just unbelievable. I mean, I've had some amazing people, present company included, and I really do mean that. And people were just fanatically at rave with our conversation. So I wanted to ask as we wrap here, I know you're busy farming and things. If the stars aligned properly and it worked out with family and and all the things, would you ever consider, because you've done a lot of network TV, would you ever consider that again? Or is that a part of your life where I know you shared very candidly and honestly the last time about your experience? Would you ever think about that again? Or or I guess if you can't answer, I understand because it's a bit of a pinpoint question, but I think your fans and people would be curious to know if, if that would ever be on your radar or is this is where you're at in your life right now as an actor and you're just, it's working the way that it's supposed to. I'm not sure I see a path. Gotcha. 
to quality consistency, right? Or consistent quality um, on a network level only because the demand is so high, um, meaning they have to pump out so much content in in these windows. So for me, uh, I guess if we could have found a way to do 10 to 12 episodes of Lethal, man, that would have been, that would have allowed us all six to eight months to shoot it another four months to go be with our families um and time just to decompress you know but i just don't don't, i'm not sure that network it's a model that they've been man and trust me i tried to change (laughs) i went in and tried with all of my power to get those guys to kind of shift the uh the thinking on how that product was created and and again it's tough, man. That's, that's a big machine and it works in a very specific way. So I think maybe, you know, I love what Taylor Sheridan's doing. Um, I, I think that's, that's kind of as close to television as, as I'll get. But I mean, sure. again, I say, I say Taylor, he's not the only one Paramount Plus is there's lots of people out there that are creating incredible content. Um, I love the six to 10 episode world. I think it allows the creators to tell their story um, without having to stretch it or uh, to cut corners in any way. I feel like they can just be honest to the creative process. Um, and that's always very more fulfilling for me, right? Is if, if, if this guy or female uh, are, are writing um, and they're not held to a specific constraint and with, and with network, it's got to be that 45 minutes every single week. Yeah. And, you know, when we did rectify, sometimes our episodes were 42 minutes. Sometimes it was an hour and 15. And that was, that was the real world for me. If I, yes, if I could go do a rectify, I'd be back on TV next week. Um, but those are far and few between. Right. So um, I don't know, man, we're reading stuff. I'm open to everything as long as I'm not there. Uh, as long as we're all there for the same purpose and that's to make something great. I love it. Well, I appreciate your honesty and transparency as always. This film, the channel, be on the lookout for it in theaters and on demand. Clayne, it's always a pleasure. pleasure. And uh, I thank you for your time, my friend. Thank you so much for your time again today. Brett, it's always my pleasure. I appreciate you supporting the film and, and me and everything I do. And I look forward to talking to you again, man. Absolutely. Thanks for listening and being a part of today's conversation. Thank you! If you enjoyed today's episode, please consider sharing it with a friend. It's absolutely free. A major proportion. The views and opinions of our guests do not necessarily reflect those of the host. And remember, we care.